When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Resiliency and Running Podcast. My name is Liz, and I will be your host. I'm so excited for today's episode because it is the end of year episode that you've all been waiting for, 23 things that I've learned in 2023. So just sit back and relax. We'll just jump right into the episode. All right, welcome back to the podcast. If you're new here, hi. If you are a longtime listener, welcome back. I am so excited to have you. Before we jump into the episode, I need to just apologize in advance because my neighbors upstairs are redoing like their entire flat. They're definitely renovating. And so if you hear any like construction noises in the background, I'm really sorry. As I've said in the previous episode, I'm pre-recording these episodes because I'm going to be away in Portugal when this episode is released, but we're still gonna get an episode out. But if you are a longtime listener, you know that I always do this episode at the very tail end of each year ever since starting the podcast in 2020. So I've done one for 2020, 2021, 2022, and now we're doing it for 2023. So I will leave previous episodes for previous years linked in the show notes of the episode. But we're going to skip over highs and lows today because there's obviously quite a lot to get through. I've got a list in front of me with lots of notes and I want to make the most use of like time in this episode and I don't want the to like be an hour long but I know that some people do enjoy the hour-long episodes but I really hope that this is not just an hour-long episode of me just talking to myself but we're just gonna jump in and get started and start with number one it's a bit of a deep one but I just want to remind you and remind myself that nothing in life is promised so it's just kind of a reminder to live every day to the fullest with gratitude and just kind of remind yourself to be grateful for the little things that you kind of may gloss over or forget about like having a roof over your head having food in the fridge to cook every night and like that sort of thing I think they're really hard I think that there are things that you kind of tend to forget in the grand scheme of things, especially when you're having like, for example, a bad day at work or something. But I think at the same time, you can also remind yourself that not every day is going to be a win. So I think that, but like, that's still why it's important to practice gratitude for the little things because everyone's got their own stuff that they're working through, but you can still find like little things in life to still be grateful for. Number two, you won't please everyone and not everyone's going to like you. These are two very different things and, but they're things that I'm actually still learning to be okay with. And I think that this kind of comes from the standpoint of like both being a people pleaser, but also the more that I've put content out online, the more that I've like really started to like create and like build a tougher outer shell to some of like the hate comments. But I think that like with just like people pleasing in general, like I think that that can be attributed to relationships, friendships, work, jobs, careers, school, a lot of things. But I think it's really important to remind yourself that people pleasing won't make that person like or love you more depending on what the situation is so I think it's important to kind of like remind yourself of that but also if there are people that are saying hateful things about you or being mean and like bullying you like I've 
experienced bullying growing up, I think it's important to remind yourself that what other people say or do is a much clearer reflection of who they are and how they feel about themselves than anything to do with your character. So I think the ability for people who tend to hate on other people, I think that just like the act of like, you know, going outwards and like, you know, pushing hate on other people is just like a very clear indication that that person is like not okay with themselves and so they like go out of their way to like also make other people feel that way and like as much as it's not okay I think it's just like something to remind yourself like if you are someone that is on like the receiving end of that hate whether that's something online whether it's being bullied at school like I think it's just important to remind yourself of that and I think it's a really hard thing to remind yourself of because obviously these are nice these are not nice situations but just I think an important reminder for sure and I also like to say that if you do have haters then you definitely have some pretty serious fans because they really have to go out of their way to like nitpick very specific things about you and like really actually like learn about you to actually like nitpick and hate on you. Number three your entire life can change in an instant so your journey can shift trajectory without warning you can suddenly enter seasons that you weren't prepared for but sometimes it forces you to leave old comfort zones in order to find yourself again and as much as I like to kind of use the term evolve I think that there's always going to be something about like coming back to yourself and finding yourself again after going through something really tough and so I think with just like this year in reflection I have gone through a lot and my entire life has just like definitely looked so different to what it was last year and I'm very grateful for that and at the same time I think that it's made it's helped me become more myself than ever and just helped me become more in tune with myself than ever. So I think that it's important to recognize that whilst in these really intense moments where your life does change and it's something that you weren't expecting, I think it's important to maybe shift the perspective sometimes in those situations to allow yourself for that positive idea of like, well, what if this is for the better? What if this is what was meant to be and like, you know, things were meant to happen this way I think it's really important to come at it from that standpoint and I think whilst you know not everyone's going to be religious some people might be just like have different beliefs or you know some people are spiritual I think there are a number of different ways that you can look at it depending on like how you categorize yourself I guess but I think that it's just a really nice way of looking at those situations that can be really really tough to actually reflect on it in the moment and think well, maybe this is what's meant for me. Maybe this is like meant to happen and like I'm meant to go forward and stop trying to cling on to the past and cling on to whatever has released you. So I think it's really important to just like kind of, I guess, allow for an additional perspective to kind of help you transition in that situation and like facilitate that, I guess. Number four, as you get older, the number of friends you have may start to decrease and that's okay. I think that quality friendships over quantity friendships are so much better and it's something that has taken me a long time to learn and this has been both through just like experiences with different types of people and friendships but also I think with my relation my own personal relationship with alcohol I think that it's also kind of shown me which friendships were like real and which friendships maybe weren't but that's not to say that and this is number five that friendship breakups hurt 
more than relationship breakups. Like friendship breakups happen and it's not really something that life prepares you for. Like I think that there is like this, the media really likes to romanticize and like create films and TV shows around like romance and like romantic relationships and romantic breakups and like, you know, just like what happens in a relationship sometimes. But I think that there's just like such a lack of like anyone ever talking about like what a friendship breakup looks like and what that is and there's not really anything at least for me in my childhood that like would have prepared me well for a friendship breakup so I guess it's not to say that like they don't hurt any less but like I guess from my perspective I would argue that they hurt even more because there's something that like I think that we as humans like enter these friendships and like kind of like look at that as like okay well like this is my friend now and like you don't really like think about it from the standpoint of like I'm I might lose this person or like this might not be meant to be but like that's something that you go into a relationship maybe thinking and thinking like okay like this is my new relationship and this may not be my forever person but like and like however that makes you feel whether that's like really like anxious or not I think it's just like the complete opposite of like how at least I would approach a friendship because for me it was definitely like a wake-up call of just like oh my gosh like this is not a nice feeling but they're real and it's okay if they hurt more than relationship breakups number six surround yourself with people who inspire you and lift you up and ultimately want the best for you and I think that this is something that I've really learned in my 20s especially in my early 20s I think that I was feeding into a lot of one-sided friendships and I had a really hard time initially because of that people pleaser in me I had a really hard time like kind of like cutting myself away from that but I think what's important to be said is that you don't need to feel that you need to put effort into like fake friendships or one-sided friendships because I think it's important to recognize that like you are deserving of having friendships that lift you up and want the best for you ultimately and like that don't just like use your friendship as a transaction or as you know a means of like gaining something for you like people who actually genuinely want the best for you I think those are the types of people that you want to surround yourself with and I saw a quote once that said unfortunately some people were not put here to evolve they are here to remind you what it looks like if you don't and that really really hit hard because I feel like there are friendships where like and there are people that I look back at being like wow we were friends at like this part of my life but like when I look at like when I look and compare my life to theirs now it's like very different and like people have very different goals in life but I guess it like it's kind of just like a reflection of like it's okay to like go on separate life paths but also like I'm glad that I didn't stay where I already didn't feel very wanted anyways because I feel like I'm now living my life to its fullest and like following my dreams my passions and things that I used to be afraid of and I think it also like that quote of like people are in your life for a reason or a season is like very true and really relates to this and your connection with people is never guaranteed to remain the same no matter how pure your intentions are so I think becoming the fullest version of yourself unfortunately just like over the years I've learned also means shedding away from everything that you've outgrown to make room for what you deserve in life and so that's a really harsh and it feels like a bit of a selfish sort of reality as well but I think like if you want to 
get the most out of your life, I think that that's just something that you have to come to terms with. Number seven, never settle. Always know that there's better out there for you no matter the situation. This one's obviously can be applicable to a lot of different situations like if you've been recently laid off in a career and made redundant or if you're going through a breakup. There's always going to be better for you no matter the situation and it doesn't have to come in the form of another job or another partner. It can come in just like the form of you being able to figure out what it is that you truly want. And again, whether that's in a career or a job or a person and just like becoming more sure of that in yourself and that then kind of like feeding into your confidence and ability to go out and like ask for what you want rather than like, I guess, vice versa and like feeding into like what someone else wants. Because I think that that's like, it doesn't really match, I guess, like in terms of like true intentions. So I think like regardless, it'll always bring you to the truest version of yourself and like what you want to get out of life. Number eight, you are not your past, your mistakes, or any past version of you. I think that this one's really hard and I think it's one that I, the more that I kind of reflect on like my college version of myself, for example, I sometimes kind of like just feel really like oh like I don't know why I went through that phase like it's just so different to who I am now it's such a different version of myself and I think for a while I really tried to cling on to like that personality because I was very fun and I drank and I was outgoing when really like when I've like you know spent the time to get to know myself and come to like my true self I now know myself to be like I like to stay in I like to like yes I like to go on adventures but I also really enjoy staying in and spending time with myself and I'm okay spending time with myself and I don't really enjoy nights out I don't really enjoy the way that alcohol makes me feel I don't enjoy how anxious it makes me and how it can really make me feel a lot of like nasty feelings and like make me think a lot of mean things about myself. But at the same time, um, this is another quote that I saw. If you went back and fixed all the mistakes you've you've ever made, you would erase yourself. So I think that like whilst you don't have to like self-identify with like whoever that past version of you is that like kind of haunts you or like makes you feel like, why did I ever do that? Why did I, you know, X, Y, Z. I think that it still like makes you you and like that still formed me to be who I am today and I think that like it's okay to recognize that like in different moments and points in your life like you may have responded to like I don't know for me it was like different traumas and like in just like negative self-soothing self-coping ways that's okay and I recognize that and I accept that but like I'm never going to like I've learned from that so I'm never going to feed into that coping mechanism again and I think it's important to own them but don't let them define you and know that you can change for the better you can always work towards bettering yourself and improving yourself and for me some some examples for me have looked like just going I wouldn't call myself sober but like I haven't drinking in like I think almost two years and it's just something that I've like fallen into of like I I just I don't fancy drinking I don't want to drink starting my distance running journey has like definitely changed me for the better and what started as a bucket list item of running one marathon turned into seven and in the next year will be nine and yeah and I think that this also feeds into number nine being you can break through that glass ceiling I think that there are a lot of times when people might feel really stuck and really like contained in like a small box for a long time I used to sort of like put myself into a little box and only show the parts of myself that I thought people wanted to see. So when it came to like, you know, for example, when I met Gabriel and like he was like wanting to 
really learn more about me and like know me and who I am. It was like, I don't know, it felt weird because it was like the first time that someone asked me that when I kind of like already felt like I'd shown myself, but I realized that I'd only shown the parts that I wanted to show him. But he was sort of the first person that asked like, no, but I want to know who you are. I want to know more. Like, what makes you, you? And I think it's really important to share that like you can break through that like idea or that thought that you may have that like you have to keep yourself contained that you can't show who you are that you can't show your weird parts that you can't show like your true emotions your raw and vulnerable sides of yourself I think it's really important to show that you can break through that and if that looks like you know going to therapy for the first time and like working through some really serious things I think that that also kind of identifies as like a sort of a breaking through that glass ceiling sort of thing but also like if you contain yourself to only think that and you only limit yourself to think that you can only you know run a certain distance or climb so high in your career path like I think that like you kind of hold yourself back in a way so I think it's just like a really nice way of saying like you can break through and you can like you know reach further and you can like push yourself further number 10 pursue your passions and dreams no matter how big or small you don't want to live a life of regret so this for me in particular kind of looks more in this kind of relates more to just like starting social media so for example I only really started truly pursuing it I'd say like a year or two ago and I wish that I started sooner like I was 100% one of those kids at 13 that wanted to start a YouTube channel but I was so scared of what people would think of me I didn't want to put myself online I didn't want to get bullied even more than I was at the time um, at school and so I just didn't allow myself to pursue that and I think it's something that like I really regret but at the same time I'm really happy that I'm pursuing it now and I'm pursuing it just like unapologetically and so I guess like this is me saying like whatever your passion or dream is like pursue it because I think that not taking a risk is the biggest risk and like you don't want to come to the end of your life and feel like you've lived a life of regret and feel like you've only lived how you know, everyone thinks that you should live. Like, you know, follow and chase something that you have always wanted to do. Because I think that that also helps like spark joy in life and really bring joy to your everyday. And yeah, and again, this kind of like, I guess, feeds into number 11 to the next one of you are not your job. And I guess this kind of focuses more on like if you work a nine to five office job, corporate job. I think if you're someone like me who gets really emotionally tied up in things sometimes or like you really, again, like back to the people pleaser element, you really give something your all, you give it your 100%. I think it's taken me about a year or two to really fully understand that like I don't need to like give my all in a job like I'm gonna do what I need to do but like I'm not gonna be going above and beyond and exhaust myself and like basically burn myself out because like there have been a lot of moments of burnout especially this year that I have felt that have not been nice that and like your body will like tell you when it's really stressed out or really burnt out like and for me some examples are this year my body has like just not gotten a period some months because I'm so stressed out and like I can like 100% attribute a lot of those situations to like for example a big project that I was working on and just like 100% attribute that like because like I know I'm not pregnant um so like it's not that but I think it's just it's something to remind yourself in the in the sense of like yes like the job pays your bills and like it keeps a roof over your head but it shouldn't be 
your be all end all. It shouldn't be your entire personality. It shouldn't be, you know, your everything. And like, I think that like that goes back to the last point of like, I think it's really important to have a sort of like a side thing or a passion or something that like you really truly enjoy. Because I think it's really important to like express yourself in whatever way that you want, whether that's like a creative way, whether you're a photographer or a videographer or an artist, and just like make sure that you're also like making time for that. And like, I think it's really hard not to make it's hard to make time for that when you're like way too like into a job I think. Number 12, this is a hard one. So I, I know that the term or like the saying of like family's family but I think you're also allowed to make boundaries if you need to and I think that it's really important to recognize that like you are your own person and you know I think that it's really hard at least for me personally, sometimes online to like see other people post on like TikTok, for example, of like surprising their family at Christmas or like surprising their family like by flying home without telling them. And it's hard to see like some other like family, I guess, like family dynamics online because obviously they're not going to be the same to yours. But I guess sometimes it's like wrongly fed into my head of like, oh, well, like, is this how a family is meant to be because that's not necessarily like what mine feels like or what mine looks like but like that's okay because every family is different but I think like as I've grown up into an adult I've learned that like if I need to make boundaries I can and like you know I think it's that kind of keeps me sane as well because like family can be a very emotional thing and I do love them dearly and I think it's really but I think it's really important at the, at the end of the day to remember to respect yourself and like allow yourself to make that boundary if you need it. Number 13, work hard but also remember to celebrate the little victories along the way. So acknowledge that you work hard and give yourself a pat on the back every once in a while. You are the only one that can change your life and like nothing worth having is easy but also remember that pushing through on your own on some days may, it may show, you know, fortitude and resilience but also sometimes real strength may look like asking for a helping hand if you can't carry the weight on your own and I think it's just important to remember that again kind of in a way relating to like the burnout aspect like I think a lot of us work really hard whether that's like in school or work but like I think it's really important to remember that you're only human and you can only uh, like you can only truly take on so much before you just like completely burn out and like I've like definitely felt that um like I said earlier this year and I think it's just something important to recognize number 14 triggers will keep coming if you don't work through them so that's this has been something that I I think I've just kind of like struggled to deal with from time to time because it's a very like I think tricky topic of like you know you're not your past you're not your past traumas but that doesn't mean that they're going to stop triggering you because like sometimes it'll be like a completely random event or a random thing that triggers you and like suddenly you find yourself so emotional and you're like why am I feeling these feelings and instead of being like me and spiraling I think it's important to do the work on yourself whether that's journaling whether that's self-help books whether that's therapy I know that there are a number of things that like I've really leaned more into and like pushed myself to work on this year and I think next year as well there's going to be a lot more that I want to like continue to improve on and I think it's important too that like if you struggle with like certain mental health aspects and things I think it's important to practice stillness and solitude I've never been one to necessarily meditate but I think it's also important to like allow yourself alone time whether that's like you know in your flat or you know on a walk and just like allow yourself to check in and like reclaim 
yourself like when you are feeling those feelings and work on just healing those old wounds and that's something that I definitely want to continue to work on and um yeah just hopefully getting back into therapy in the new year number 15 being honest with yourself is how you move mountains show up authentically no matter how uncomfortable it may feel so this I think relates to my relationship with food which is something that I opened up about a bit more in April of this year up until then I sort of just like sugar-coated things and kind of just like I don't know put a bandage over it and said like no well like I had the diagnosis of anorexia and I went through that and I went through the hard work of having you know group therapy my individual therapist and like all of this hard work to like really improve my relationship with food so that I could become recovered but that doesn't mean that you won't struggle even after recovery and like coming to being of like a healthy weight for example I think it's a really hard topic to come to terms with but I think that the more that I have put myself online the more that I've realized that I don't want to be someone and I don't want like young girls for example or young boys or just like anyone of a younger generation to watch me and if I'm like you know showcasing like me not fueling myself enough like I don't want to put that online I want people to know that like if you want to run marathons for example you need to fuel yourself you need to give yourself enough food and you need to feed yourself and like overtraining yourself is not the be-all end-all it's not the way that you like achieve some sort of a goal fitness like that's just like going to burn you out it's going to lead to injury and it's going to ultimately just like ruin your relationship with your body because like you're going to attribute like food and like as like a reward instead of like actually just looking at it as like a basic human need and I think that like until I came to terms with that in April I just like could not advance anywhere in my training I couldn't make any improvement in my running but the minute that I made that change the minute that I got honest with myself I saw so much of an improvement in not only my running, my sleep, my like everything that it kind of feeds into my work, but also just like your overall mood and your ability to show up every day in friendships and relationships. And I think it's just really important to like check in with yourself and just like make sure that you are being honest with yourself. And I think that it's important to like not continue to push down some of those feelings that you're feeling like I was pushing down like I knew for a long time that my relationship with food was still not okay but I just like kept pushing it away I kept pushing it down in my like head and like just like being like nope it's fine it's fine I'll deal with it someday but like you know for someone like me who like wants to keep running marathons like I can't do that without improving my relationship with food so I think this one's just ultimately like get honest with yourself be honest with yourself like because it's going to like be good for you regardless. Number 16 is for my anxious girlies. No amount of anxiety can change the future. Instead, you should pause and tune in to figuring out why you're feeling this way rather than allowing yourself to spiral. Kind of alluding to like and connecting with what I was saying in the previous one, but I think essentially if it's out of your, this is a quote that I really like, but if it's out of your hands, it deserves freedom from your mind too. And whilst your negative thoughts may be loud, that doesn't make them true. So observe don't absorb and that's something that I'm really learning in this book that I'm reading by Dr. Julie Smith I'll have it linked in the show notes of the episode but it's a really good one that is just really helping me tune in more with myself and my feelings number 17 consistency is more important than perfection I think that this is a big one that I've learned this year because I am someone who especially when I started coaching I think 
because I got into this mindset of like, well, because I pay for this, like I want to make sure that I'm getting the most out of this and I want to make sure that I am like doing all the workouts like to the best of my ability. And like, I think that there's like, I sort of had a different definition of that in my head of like, well, I need to be perfect. I need to hit pace all the time when really it's more important to show up consistently and like keep working at it because especially with like something like marathon training, for example, like I learned from my coach this year that like even in the workouts that you aren't hitting pace, it's more so the fact that you're putting your body into that like sort of like hard working mode and like kind of practicing just like being and like pushing yourself that hard and you know it's more that like your body can like practice more like being in that sort of like mode or like I don't know why I'm using the word mode but like just like in a different sort of like just being in a different mode of your running I can't find a different word and it's gonna piss me off but yeah just consistency is so much more important than perfection and perfection will drive you crazy I would know it and I'm gonna stop I promise I hope just like stop trying to perfect my paces so much all the time number 18 remember what you wanted versus what you now have. This is something that I think that is really easy to also forget. And I think it goes back to number one, just like practicing gratitude. But I think like for me, for example, and I've not really spoken much about like my journey to moving to London, but I for such a long time, like I came to London for the first time in 2017 for 28 days for a study abroad program. And I completely fell head over heels in love with the city. I had never experienced that feeling before but like for like that year that I spent at my undergraduate at my last year I have not known like wanting something more than I wanted to move to London and I spent the year like applying to so many master's programs and then when I came back I was so happy but then I had to leave because my student visa expired the pandemic was happening and again experienced just like that oh my gosh I want nothing more than to move to London and like to have been here now since February of 2021 is so crazy and I forget about that sometimes and I was reflecting on that a few weeks ago because I took like a similar posed photo to a picture that I took in front of Big Ben in 2017 and I think it's just important to remember like how far you've come but also all of the hard work that you've put into because I will say something I will tell you something those visas are not easy to come by and they are definitely hard work but I am just so grateful for it because like I just feel like I wake up every day and I'm so happy to be here and I'm so freaking grateful to be here and I'm never going to take it for granted. Number 19 stop convincing yourself to stay in unwanted environments I think that this can it can allude to like the whole friendships thing that I was speaking about earlier and I've like I've had that experience of like feeling like I was a part of a very fake friendship group where I just felt like I had to like be such a different version of myself or just like create this different version of myself for these people to like me when like ultimately like you know I just like in the end most of the time felt unwanted and I think that like the more that you try and force trying to like stay in a situation where like you're not wanted it's just like it's not going to help you in the long run it's not going to help you evolve in the way that you want and I think it's important and like this can also 
like relate to like being in a bad job or like a bad just like you know living situation like I've experienced all of that and I recognize that it's not it's not it's a lot easier said than done 100% like but I think it's really important to like kind of like have that conversation with yourself and realize like okay this is actually like not at all what I want and I don't like how this situation makes me feel or this person makes me feel and just like start making an action plan towards like how you want to find another job or find another flat like I think it's just really important to make sure that you like and again a lot easier said than done but then but like also this is not going to be something that like everyone has the luxury of doing like for example like with me for example like if I wanted to move jobs I can't unless they sponsor visa and so like I think that like there's certain situations where like people are stuck in a binding housing contract and they hate where they live and I think that there are a lot of situations where it's not like something that can happen overnight but I think it's definitely something that you can like slowly make small steps towards and just like hopefully like in the end find something better for you where you feel welcome number 20 be proud of the way that you feel and love as a very deeply emotional person um i'm someone who just like feels everything so deeply and like sometimes i just take things like not with a grain of salt and i take it very offensively and like i think that this is like both in friendships relationships but also like and like my family make fun of me for this, but also at work, I think it's like really hard to kind of distinguish between like whether that something should be professional or emotional in terms of like how I react. And I think I just like, I don't know, I realize that like, but I think it's just important to remind yourself like you are who you are for a reason and you feel the way you feel because like you were just a deeply emotional person and that is like something that you should be proud of because like some people just like cannot tap into their emotions they even if they wanted and I think it's important to also be proud of how you love and I think that this is something that I've learned in past relationships of like you know especially when I was like I think just like dating a bit more before I started like having longer term relationships and like I just like was always someone who just like really felt and like not necessarily loved but like I think just like in a more romantic sense I always was the person in the situation that just like felt deeper and like wanted to go more above and beyond and like just because like I see romantic relationships in that way of like I want to like you know I want to like say nice things I want to like make you feel loved I want to like do nice things for you like you know the list goes on and I think it's just important to like instead of like feeling bad for that just because of how someone reacts to that instead be proud of like why that makes you you number 21 you're capable of more than you think and i'm nodding and you can't see me but i'm nodding to myself because i am attributing that to like i will get that bq i am gonna get it next year i know it it's in the cards it's like so within reach just when i don't have superfood oatmeal before a race but i think it's just important to like not feel like you can only reach for like certain things that you can reach further I guess and it kind of goes back to the glass ceiling one of like you can dream big and I think that like you are definitely more capable than you think and I think that it's something that like has really shocked me at least like in this past year of like I started this year being like wow I would really just love a sub four marathon and then just like completely going out and like shocking myself all year and just getting like pb after pb and like it's something that I know won't be you know, a forever thing. Like, I'm 
not gonna continue to pb every race because you get to a point where you just can't but i'm definitely like i'm definitely reflecting and just like recognizing that i used to think that i was only capable of like a sub 145 half or a sub four marathon and that was sort of like the big goals and the bq was like such a far off dream but to be chasing it and like confidently chasing it a lot sooner than i thought i would be i think is just like just like helps me and my self-confidence as well so i think i think that it's something that you should definitely do especially going into the new year i feel like it's a perfect time of year but like dream big and make big goals for yourself and then you can slowly sort of start to make small steps in like working to achieve those goals and the last two are quotes that I actually grabbed. They were my, like, saved in my Instagram, but, like, I've saved them from Grace Beverly because I love them. But the first one is, so number 22 is, if you weren't ready, you wouldn't have the opportunity. And that's something that I think is, like, so true because, like, I don't know, tell me a time where, like, you actually felt ready for something that just, like, springs up into your life. I think it's, like, I don't know, things, like, life has a way of working itself out and, like, things present themselves to you when you least expect it but like I think it just goes to show that like you work so hard on yourself whether this is like in your career or just like in life whether you want to be on social media and like you're pushing out content every day like if you weren't ready you wouldn't have the opportunity like when that first opportunity presents itself and like it shouldn't be something that you you know shoo away because you think like you're not deserving you're not like worthy of it I think it instead you should approach it with well like wow like okay yeah maybe I am like worthy of this maybe this is like the right timing and maybe I should just go for it and I think it's really important to remind yourself that like life has really funny ways of working itself out but that doesn't mean that you should remove yourself or say no to a new opportunity just because you don't think you're ready and for the last one number 23 don't spend another year doing something that you don't want to do. I think that this one really hit close to home. And I think that, again, this is one that's like easier said than done. Take this with a grain of salt. <laughs> like this is definitely applicable in some, not all situations. But I think it also relates to the one around like stop trying to stay in unwanted environments. Like stop doing something that you actually just don't want to do. Don't Don't keep yourself somewhere where you know that like you know you don't like that or you don't like that job you don't like that person you don't like that environment like don't spend another year like putting yourself through that because I think that like so many people struggle through things that they just like think that like oh this is just what's meant for me so like I'm just going to accept it and I'm not going to like I'm not going to remove myself from it to like walk away and go find better but I think Again, like I just said, like life has a really funny way of working itself out to allow yourself to do that and like go and find another opportunity or like have another opportunity presented to you when you do walk away. And I think it's just, yeah, it's really, it's funny how life works out, but also like I just think it's important to like live life to the fullest. And I would say that like me now, like recording this in December of 2023, so different to December 2022, but like so much happier and in a better place and just very grateful for all the hardships that I have endured because they have shaped me and taught me a lot of things, but also like brought me to who I am now and presented me to the opportunities that I have gotten this year. And I'm very, very grateful and always grateful for this podcast because I, it's something that I love doing every week and I've been uploading weekly episodes for over three years. So I'm 
very, very grateful. And I'm grateful to all of you that tune in weekly, that listen. And I can't believe that this episode is going to be released on like the last Friday of the year and that we're wrapping up 2023. But I guess this is just, I guess I want to say as well, if you're ending the year just kind of feeling a bit anxious and a bit unsure of the future, it's okay because I definitely started the year that way. And it like my year took a completely different turn than I ever thought it would, but like in the best way possible. So I think it's important to just trust the process and just like trust in yourself that you can tackle anything that comes at you and you are more than capable of reaching higher, of achieving bigger. And yeah, I just, I hope that this brought you some inspiration, motivation, and I hope that you are all having a safe holiday season and a lovely New Year's to come. And I can't believe I'm saying this, but I will see you in 2024. And I'm excited to bring a whole another year of episodes on the podcast. But again, thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to the podcast. It really means so much. All right, everyone, that's going to wrap up another episode of the Resiliency and Running Podcast. I really do hope that you enjoyed it. As always, any links mentioned in the episode will be in the show notes of the episode, but also ways to connect with me. So do reach out if you have any questions. Otherwise, I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Bye.